Okay, so referrals. There's a reason that our, our last class is dedicated to referrals, and that is because truly all of the other sales activities, you know, any of the cold calling, networking, marketing, all of that is heightened by the ability to leverage referrals. In fact, I would actually encourage you to develop a mindset, a referral mindset, where you are building your entire business by referrals. Because then you don't have to make the painful phone calls to, to cold call. It, it allows you to build on not only successful experiences you've had with clients, but trusted relationships that you have with contacts and clients and people in your network. And it allows you to use your, your sales and marketing and networking time more valuably. It's a more efficient use of your time so that you can spend more time doing what you really love, which is the actual coaching, <laughs> and not spend so much time in these sales activities. So really, the, some of the secrets to referrals involve developing and maintaining meaningful relationships with people you already know, people in your network, people you have contact with, and, and that's the best way to develop business through referrals. So focusing, again, this is going to sound a little bit like the, the, one of the networking mindsets, but focus on who you know. Focus on who you already have contacts with. Focus on who you already have relationships with. As you're building your network, be in a mindset of referrals. And, and what I mean by a referral mindset, it really stems from a foundation of helpfulness and service and things like partnership and trust. So if you're building relationships that are partnership relationships, you're building trusting relationships, you are coming from a place of genuinely wanting to help people and provide service to people, from that state of mind, referrals are a natural outcropping. We've talked in the past about achieving depth in your client organization, meaning getting to know more people in a client organization than just the one person you might be coaching because then you can leverage more people. Um, that's also valuable in the context or in the realm of referrals because the more people you know in an organization, the more potential referral sources you have in an organization. And again, it comes back to thinking long-term and exploring long-term possibilities. If you're seeking to grow your business through referrals, you're going to be thinking long-term about the relationships that you're building now and how those relationships could support your referral base in the future. Um, the real secret to referrals is that referrals breed referrals. So look for how you can give referrals. Um, one way to do that would be to think of a client or a contact who could benefit from a referral to somebody else in your network, not just around your business. But again, it comes back to that one mindset in networking about seeking connection. Service is awesome. Yeah, service. Right. So look. So so if you're in a if you're in a referral mindset, you're you're thinking about referrals all the time. You're looking to give referrals. You're going to be building your network and continuing to seek connections in the domain of referrals, so looking for where you can give and request referrals from people in your network and as you build your network. The trick is to make specific requests about the kinds of referrals you desire. Referrals, you know, they're a nice thing when they just happen, right? But, they, but you can't just count on them just happening. It's wonderful when they do, but you can also be proactive about it. You can go out and and seek out the kinds of referrals you want. You can target them specifically. You can be strategic about it, and you can make specific requests of the people you know. You can tell everybody, for example, I'm building my business through referrals. I could really use your help. The, the one 
pitfall in the referral game is really understanding and almost having a reverence for the potential risk that those people who refer to you face. And what I mean by that is, think about someone who's in your family or in your circle of close friends. If they refer you into an organization, they now have put their relationship on the line for you. And if they're a family member or a close friend, they may or may not have seen you in action professionally. They may or may not have a personal experience of your competence in the professional arena. So they're taking a risk by referring you. And if they're doing that, it's completely out of their relationship to you. However, it's very scary for them because they want to help you and they, they know that you're good because they love you. But if they don't know firsthand how good you are, then they're putting their relationship at risk with whoever they refer you to. So understanding that and not expecting or feeling entitled to referrals from the, the people in your closest circle of influence. I thought you were going to say something about uh, a dilemma an executive would have in an organization. Well, there's that putting, too. Putting their uh, self at risk in terms of you know <laughs> what does that mean to you know them? They're referring you over to the CEO, say per your earlier question. Right. And uh, you know if you. Uh, you don't deliver, what does that mean for them versus if you do deliver what it does mean for them? It's, it's obviously a big big risk factor one way or the other or a big reward factor one way or the other. Exactly, exactly. And that's a, that's a risk on a different level. The one with your closest family and friends is really a very deeply personal risk because these are people who love you and want you to succeed. And so if they've referred you to a place where they think you can help, whether or not they have first-hand experience of your actual competence puts them at risk with whoever they've referred to you, you to because if you, even if you do well, it doesn't necessarily translate into anything for them. It's sort of a relief for them. But if you don't do well, that's kind of the thing they're going to be holding their breath about all along. Part of this, too, is knowing your client profile. Who are the ideal clients for you? Who are you looking for? Who can you help? And when you ask people in general to help you, if, you know, letting them know I'm building my business through referrals, I, I really need your help, um, chances are you know somebody who fits this profile. Who do you know that is an executive dealing with change? Or who do you know that uh, owns a business of $50 million or more in annual revenues? Or who do you know that is an attorney in a leadership position? You know, those kinds of questions, just depending on what your client profile is. That's the way people can, you can start to focus people's referrals to you so that you're not just saying, by the way, who else do you know that I can talk to? Because then they'll say, oh, well, you know, nobody comes to mind right now. And then that's the end of the conversation. You want to help them, you want to help them narrow that focus. The other, the other option for referrals is to create referral streams, not just with the, your contacts and prospects and clients, but to create alliances with colleagues and people who are not your clients, people that you couldn't get business from. People that don't have those options for you because they can still be referral streams where you're referring things back and forth. This is a great place to use the relationships that you develop with other coaches. You know, who? What's your specialty? What? What? Here's what my specialty is. Who are your kinds of clients that you're looking for? Here are mine. Great. If I run into someone who fits your description, I can refer you to them rather than me. Um, and we can do that back and forth. So creating those kinds of alliances is another is another option for referral streams. And organizing your networking, your marketing, and your sales strategies and activities around the ultimate goal of referrals. 
telling people how they can help you, telling them you're building your business through referrals, asking for the referrals. You know, asking for referrals isn't as painful as asking for business. Consider specializing in a niche market or in a community where you can focus your relationship energy in a way that it's going to more quickly generate referrals for you because it's all in the same community. Um, part of what I'm finding now in the last couple of years of my business is that once I've started focusing on the legal community, the referrals are just incredibly fast. It's a much faster time frame from the request for referrals until referrals turning into business than it is if it's just the whole world at large, you know, the whole business world at large. Yeah, you've narrowed your universe into a niche. Yeah, and they also talk to each other. And they, of course they talk to each other. So you start to get known in a community. I mean, I actually had a woman that I met, one of the shareholders of this law firm yesterday said to me, you know, I've heard your name a lot. Right. I've never met her before in my life. She's an attorney in Oregon, for gosh sake. Right. You know, I'm in D.C. So it was that kind of a thing where Word somehow you get known. And that helps with the relationship building, too. Another opportunity for referrals, we talked about lessons learned meetings, but also if there's ever a breakdown in a relationship, a breakdown in service, handling that effectively is a really powerful opportunity for referrals, too. When you resolve a problem in a very powerful way with people, it repairs the relationship beyond the state at which it was prior to that. And so in that warm, fuzzy, happy place that's yeah. the closeness after conflict in a professional relationship as well as a personal relationship, that's a great time to talk about referrals. Some other mindsets around referrals are to think of it as fun. Think of it as a scavenger hunt or playing detective or looking for lost treasure. You know, it's, you know referrals, there's... We should do a game. Yeah, there's no end to it. There's no end to the referral trees that the are out there. referral game. Yeah, and I, I often like to chart them in my mind or even on paper, like, uh -huh. you know, I met this person through this person through this person through this person, which I can uh -huh. trace back 17 people back, and isn't that cool? <laughs> a referral <laughs> <know>. tree. <laughs> yeah, a referral tree, exactly. Uh -huh. um, also, you want to assume that people want to give you referrals, because if you don't assume that, it's hard to ask for them. Assume they want to give you referrals. Don't you want to give people referrals when you can help them? Assume other people want to do the same. Okay, now when do you ask for referrals? The time to ask is, well, one time to ask is, of course, when someone compliments you on your services or on your skill in some area. That's a great time to say, not only, great, can I quote you on that, and who else do you think would benefit from that sort of a thing? Um, another time to ask is when you have provided some kind of value or service to someone, whether or not they paid for it. So there are times when I have gotten referrals after an initial meeting with a prospect who didn't end up signing on with me, but they've ended up, after that initial meeting, they got so much value that they referred someone else to me. So if you're, if you're constantly planting the seeds with people that you're building your business through referrals, whether or not they actually sign on with you, they're going to remember that and, and think about where they can refer you. But also, don't wait for them to express satisfaction. Periodically check in and ask for referrals. So. That way you can be more in control of the referral process rather than, you know, waiting for someone to say something nice and then jumping on that opportunity. Um, okay, so so here's kind of the here's kind of the one, two, three of referrals. Provide service or value to a prospect, contact, or client. You know, provide excellent service is number one. Number two is plant the seeds that you're building your business through referrals or plant the seeds that referrals are critical to you. And the third one is that, you know, at a moment when the rapport is good, 
directly ask for a referral. So how do you plant seeds? One of the ways to plant seeds is just to come right out and say it up front, I'm building my business for referrals. Or you can weave stories into your initial dialogue about how you've received referrals. Um, you can add it into your written materials. There are a lot of ways that you can build referrals, the concept of referrals in, saying, you know, so you could mention something in your written materials along the lines of, you know, 97% of our clients came from happy customers who trusted us enough to refer us into their network or something like that. You know, you can, you can put language around it that fits with your community or niche market. And, oh, when you, so on the back end of getting a referral, you want to keep your referral source posted about how it's going and what happened. So if someone gives you a referral, you can't just take it and run. You've got to keep them in the loop to, to some degree. Let them know, you know, I called the person you referred me to. I left a message. We haven't connected up yet. I'll let you know when we do. Or, yeah, we had a great conversation. We're going to meet next week. I'll keep you posted. So you want to check back in. That helps you continue to build the relationship, but it also keeps them knowing that referrals are valued by you and also allows them to remember that next time they think of someone to refer to you. And then once the referral becomes business, definitely you know close, close the loop by sending a handwritten note and maybe even a small gift back to the referral source. Again, reinforcing how much you value referrals, how you depend on referrals to grow your business, and how they really helped you. What kind of note? What kind of gift? Some kind of a small handwritten note, just a little personal handwritten note on a, you know, on your personal stationery. And a small gift, I often do, um, I have mugs printed with my logo on them, so I'll send a mug, maybe a mug full of candy or a hot chocolate mix or something like that. Um, I know some folks who have those little letter slicers with their logo on it that they send out to folks, you know, just some token. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't do anything at all with their business name or logo or insignia on it. They might send a book. I actually have a colleague who is a sales coach predominantly. That's like, that's her whole world. That's all she does. And she sends out um, a book called Selling the Invisible. That's what she sends to folks when, when they've given her a referral. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I know. I forget the name of the guy wrote it. Yeah, I don't remember offhand either, but the, so so that kind of a thing, you know, some, some token hopefully that links to something meaningful around what you do. So speaking of something meaningful, we're at the time where we have to conclude our class. <laughs> See, I've really enjoyed working with all of you. It's just been a thrill to have this new experience, and, um, and I've really enjoyed the interaction, and I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. And thank you, Jeremy, for the opportunity to explore this new venue. This is great. Good. So we will all stay in touch and Definitely. keep going further. Definitely. Thank right. you. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.